Lizette, thanks very much for joining us. You and I and uh, EY have just produced a, a report on the future of work. Um, I suppose just highlight um, some of the key themes that came out of that research. What we looked at was expectations people had over a, say, three to five year period post-pandemic on how much they think remote work will stay, what the impact will be on offices, what the requirement will be for offices if we would still need them, and also the broader impact on our environment, on cities, on communities, etc. So first of all, if we look at what people think about remote work, it's definitely here to stay. Pre-COVID, it was about 20% of staff was allowed to work about 20%, so one day a week from home. That seems to grow to about 60% of the workforce allowed around 40% to work from home or remote at some other location than the office. So that are quite dramatic growth figures, we think. But what was quite interesting, actually, is that everyone says, but the quality of the office and the focus on real estate as a result is becoming so much more important than before. And why is that then? Well, if you do the work that you can easily do from home, emails, simple tasks, etc., the focus in the office is on collaboration, liaising with your colleagues. It's about strategic management, business development, meeting with clients. And that puts much more emphasis on the quality of the space. It's about health and well-being in this environment, obviously, as well, which is expected to stay. It's about technology requirements. And it's about much more space per employee in order to have that collaboration, but also to make the space interesting to come. So yoga, rooms, fitness, places where people can hang out instead of only working and uh, collaborating. Those are the two, I think, main results from the survey. And Lizette, does the, does the survey give us anything in terms of, uh, I suppose, the demand for, for offices going forward? Well, actually, that's a very good question. And, and yes, it does. We asked about that, what people think, whether they will have a demand increase, decrease or stabilization. And actually, the majority thinks the demand for offices will decline. And even 25% think that decline will be more than 20%. If you then drill down in the figures and also in the past couple of months, we've held many discussions with our members, you see a big gap arising based on the, that increased quality, that flight to quality that we're going to see with offices, not only in terms of the physical space, it's also about the location, which need to be in an attractive location. You will see that the demand for those offices will rise significantly but there will be a part of say that will become much more obsolete that cannot be brought up to the level that is required and that may face issues for example repurposing if it's not in the right location or if it's so obsolete it doesn't make sense to upgrade them we think there will be different um, priorities over time the focus now is really for corporate occupiers to reduce cost they're in an uncertain environment. Many sectors have been hit by the pandemic. But we think that the focus on the quality of the office and to invest in that will become more important in, again over time. When companies start to realize that indeed that office is very important to attract and retain talent, to express your corporate culture. Because if everyone is just working from home, 
full-time, how do you tie your workforce together? What are the common values? How do you get them across? And an office is just very important for that. And then you also see a huge demand for flexibility from the employees. And you see that same demand for flexibility by the, the corporate, the occupier, towards the landlord in terms of having the flexibility, maybe having a core office where you express your corporate culture and have the configuration you need, but almost have a flexible shell around that to accommodate higher and lower demand, or maybe have that at convenient locations for staff to go to as well, sometimes when it suits them for the type of work they do. And that flexibility is so much more important. And I noticed, um, Lizette, that, that there were kind of 555 respondents and, and it was a, a global survey. Were there any differences, um, I suppose, in, in terms of uh, Europe versus North America versus Asia in, in terms of um, the expectations or, or the research? Oh, well, you really need to look at the local circumstances to interpret. If you look at the headline results, Europe respondents seem to score higher on almost every question. More remote work, more decrease in demand for offices. But I think it's really important to, to look at the specifics there and local circumstances. For example, if you look at Asia, and that's also what we hear a lot from our members in Asia, almost everyone's now back in the office. And why is that then? Because often the home is not suitable for homeworking. People live on a very small number of square meters. They want to go back to the, to the office. And also what I would say is we see a lot of differences between generations where younger people really want to go back to the office. They want to go back to that central location because then they can out, go out after work in the evening, for example. Uh, their home situation doesn't really allow them to work from home that easily. Young families may be the same. So on the outset, it seems that Europe has been more explicit in the changes expected. But I would caution two strong conclusions on that, also given that we're still early on, that many people are in a wait and see mode. Corporate occupiers, if their contract is expiring, many just extend it for a short period of time. So everyone's trying to buy time to find out how these differences play out. I think first we have to have a stabilized situation, trying to see how those remote work patterns play out. Then it can become clear what the impact is on office demand. That's also what we hear from investors, where on the one hand, there is the, the, the speak about Uber Prime, those offices that in the most central locations that will always be in demand, that fulfilled the needs of corporate occupiers, are, are refurbished, etc. Health and well-being is good. But there's such a huge part of offices that's not up to that level again. And that's really in the wait and see bucket, where also investors first want to see how those work patterns play out what the impact might be on overall demand, and then what the impact obviously will be on pricing. There's obviously a, a sort of active discussion around the future of work, particularly with people working more from home or a desire to work more from home. Um, that 
you'll then have more office space needed, whether that's flex office or different types of office needed in kind of suburban areas. Was there any research around that or any conclusions around, around that side of things? Well, some people think that will increase. Some people also think that will be a temporary trend. What's coming out of the survey is that over the longer term, people think we will revert back to central places in cities, whether it's the business district or other central places. We've already seen a trend over the past couple of years with business districts becoming far more mixed use and just interesting urban districts than just business. So ultimately, we think it will revert back to that. At the same time, we think there will be a much more long-term blending of uses. Um, we're talking now to developers who are developing residential and looking to add some co-working space at the ground floor, or you're always looking to fill the ground floor. Why not fill it maybe with more co-working space? What, to what extent that will all play out, but people are starting to think about it because that blending of working and living will continue. Very interesting topic. Certainly that blended approach is something we've been looking at a great deal in, in all of our interviews and discussions. Yeah. Um, really interesting research report. And um, thanks very much for, for sharing your kind of views on that, Lizette. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you.